All right, let's get to our number two. What's going on? Welcome back, or good morning, good afternoon. I always say that at the top of our number two because it depends where you are. We have several hundred radio stations. So there are people in different time zones. Some get all three hours. Some get two hours. So, in other words, good morning, good afternoon. What's cracking? Nice to have you here. All right, still ahead. Lots to get down. The beef segment, top of hour number three. In the last segment of the day, I've got a conversation with the manager of the world champion Texas Rangers, our old pal Bruce Bochy. Bochy has got four championships if you need him. Coming up after the program, episode number 302 of the Jim Rohn Podcast with the... Coach of the U.S. Men's National Team, Greg Berhalter. Not only a catch-up with Greg Berhalter, but he'll be in studio for it. Of course, the World Cup coming to North America in 26. And the U.S. Men's National Team's got a big summer coming up, too. So we have a lot to get caught up with him. 1-800-636-8686. And again, like I said, you know we're talking NASCAR. Always. NASCAR is the best league to deal with. I'm telling you, like, find me one other sport, the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball. The PGA does this also. I will say this about the PGA. They will say, do you want the winner of said event before the event? But nobody does it like NASCAR. And again, this is not just any race. This is their Super Bowl. NASCAR would say to me, and the greatest irony of all is that I cracked on NASCAR more than I've ever cracked on anything back in the day. And NASCAR, man, I respect them so much. To their credit, they never got butt hurt. They never got, they never lost their minds. They were never coming for me. They just very calmly said, hey, yo, Rome, we know what's up. We know what you think about us. And think about NASCAR for a minute. Wouldn't you think that they'd be less likely? I hate to generalize, but some smart aleck, big mouth, California native talking junk about their sport. Wouldn't you think I'd be the guy they would hate? Hate? I mean, never forget that member of the Penske organization that called me up that day and left me that voicemail. But not NASCAR. NASCAR's like, yeah, dude, we get it, dude. We get it. We get it. You're having a lot of fun at our expense. You're not real educated, yo, but we get it. How about this? How about you be fair? How about you be reasonable? How about you come to an event? How about you talk to our drivers? How about that? And if you still hate us and you still hate it, and never mind that I didn't, not only did I never hate it, I actually loved it because the reaction was so great. I mean, talk about an easy group to hook. Except the powers that be were smarter and they diffused the whole thing. They started to make their drivers accessible. They set me up at events. I went to it. And once you get sucked into it, you can't hate it. It might not be your thing. You might not love it. But if you've ever gone to an event or you work with these folks, they make it pretty easy. Content. So, no, I'm not surprised that we got the winner of the Daytona 500. We get every driver in the history of the sport, except for Smoke. And believe me, if Smoke ever came around, I'd probably say no. Because you got to have one. You got to have one. 1 800 636 8686. So we've got all that going on. In fact, right now, if you want to start lining up with your beefs, you can go ahead and do so right now. Call me with a beef. Hit me up on X with a beef. Let me talk about X for a minute. We are going to take this show to the X platform, and we're working on it right now. 
every single day. I know some of you are not happy about that. I know some of you are turning that into some sort of political conversation. I'm going to tell you why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I'm trying to expose this product, which I'm really proud of, which I'm working to improve decades after I started. I'm trying to get it in front of as many people as possible. I'm trying to get it in front of people who have never seen it before. I'm trying to get it. Like, I have kids. We have two kids. One that graduated college and one that just entered college. And I talked about this on my reinvention project. Their friends will come over to the house. They don't even know who I am. They just know me as Jake and Logan's dad. They just know me as a guy who is pretty funny but pretty intense most days, unless we come over on Friday night and he's had a pop or two, and then he's the best guy ever. But they don't even know what I do. I don't even think Jake and Logan know what I do for a living. I've done it so long. So this is why we're doing this. We're going to a platform. And also, here's something else. I've never streamed before. I have never streamed my content before. I've been a brick-and-mortar guy my entire life. I've been on linear cable for years and years. This is something different. This is something exciting. This is something that's motivating. This is something that's energizing. I love it. And we're building it. And we're going to push it out there. And I understand. I understand where some of you might not like that idea. I get it. I respect it. It may not be for you. But it's a damn good show. It's going to get even better, and it's going to get out in front of a bunch of people that may or may not know it, or may have seen it and lost it and can't find it, and will again. So that's just a thought there. We will once again be streaming in video form. That's still a thing. That's going to happen, and it's going to happen sooner than later. There's your update there. 1-800-636-8686. Looking for your beefs. Beef about anything you want. Anything at all. Sports or non-sports. Gary Clawson is in. Jimmy, thanks for the William Byron interview. Another good driver brought up by Dale Jr. He seemed to be a hard worker and an all-around good person. Yes. That's why I ran the disclaimer at the end of the interview. He checked all the boxes. Hey, Rome. I think I know Johnny Manziel's favorite song. Shaft Sugar. Shaft Sugar. Take him all run. Shaft Sugar. Get him on my team. He's not denying it. I'm sure he bumped that song all the time back when he was on The Regimen. The Strict strict Regimen. Hey, man, how do you lose 40 pounds? By going on a strict diet of blow. And you want to talk about turning a phrase. What an incredible line. How? On a strict diet of blow. That's how. You're on a strict diet of blow. If all you eat is blow, you're going to lose a lot of weight. You're going to be shredded. If all you eat is blow, you will be shredded. I mean, I hear that, and I, I can't lie to you. Like, do I want to keep killing myself on that Peloton? And trying to stay out of the pantry when I can just do blow all the time? It sounds tempting, but no. 
I mean, to quote Andrew Brandt, like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Like, I'm, here's what I did yesterday. I came off this show. What are we doing here? I went home. I did a 90 on the Pelly. I did 90. I'm not looking to get some kind of award or a pat on the back. I'm just saying, it, like any workout, if you work really hard at your life and you got to get that workout in and you don't want to do it and you're dragging ass, but you know you should. It always feels amazing after you do it, but I'm not going to lie to you. When I got up on that thing, knowing I had a 90 waiting for me after the day I already had, I wasn't feeling so great about that. If I had known that I could lose way more weight doing blow than riding that thing, if I had to weigh those two things, you know what I mean? Laying out a little pocket mirror and a dollar bill or grinding out another 800 or 900 calorie ride that I've done a million times already. Which would you choose? I made the right choice. But I could see where that strict diet of blow might be tempting to some. Hey, he admitted it. At least he said it. Like, that's what I mean about accountability. You're on a strict diet of blow? Incredible line. Incredible line. Hitman Canadian. Don't underestimate the power of blow sign Caleb's inflatable date all right so you've run you've run out of blow jokes you know how I know there's one from parody Larry and that's not going to make it better hey Larry you're not a bad guy notice I'm not saying you're a great guy I'm saying you're not a bad guy you're not a bad guy but you have bad takes you're parody Larry you're not has a take, Larry. I'm not going there. What I do want to talk about is Philly and Philly fan. Philly, you know I love you. It's going to take me some time to lay this out, but let me get you started with it. Philly fan, you know I love you. There's no other town like Philly. There's no other fan like Philly fan. And I'm not sure there's even a sports scene anywhere like the Philadelphia sports scene. Let me put it to you this way. Bleep happens in Philly, and bleep happens in Philly sports that simply would not happen anywhere else. Which brings me to the big viral report out of Philly that everybody's talking about this morning. Of course, Eagles fan is still trying to figure out what the hell happened to their football team this year. How did Philadelphia go from 10-1 and a legitimate Super Bowl contender after just missing out on the year before to getting their heads caved in by the Giants and then crashing and burning out of the playoffs. How the hell did that happen? I can't overstate this. It was one of the most complete and total collapses of a season that we have ever seen. So, of course, everybody in Philadelphia is still freaking out. Everybody in Philadelphia is still looking for answers, which is why the following ex-post about two of the supposed biggest factors in their demise is getting a ton of run today. At Real D Gun posted the following, quote, According to sources, Jalen, big contract, pulled in numerous directions on and off the field, put him under a lot of pressure he didn't handle well. It goes on to say, quote, Big Dom. Suspended. 
controls Sirianni emotions on sideline. In his absence, Nick gets in numerous, numerous arguments with players and coaches during games. End of quote. All right, so to paraphrase, Jalen Hurts gets the big contract, gets pulled in a number of different directions, gets distracted, doesn't handle it well. All right, reasonable. But Big Dom? Big Dom being pulled off the sideline. That part. (laughs) That part. Yeah, I'm going to do a double take on that for a minute. I'm doing it on Big Dom and his suspension being cited as one of the main factors, or one of the reasons at least, in Philadelphia's meltdown. Big Dom DeSandro. The Eagles' head of security. You're trying to tell me that the Eagles' head of security getting suspended is a part or even a big part that they completely fell apart down the stretch? And the reason the Eagles' head of security was so important was because he was basically Nick Sirianni's babysitter on the sideline? And without his babysitter babysitting him, Nick was such a baby that he pissed everybody off so much that it factored into them completely going into the tank. That was one of the, re- one of the reasons. He couldn't control his emotions and started pissing people off. But when Big Dom was there to check him, that didn't happen. I mean, Philly. Philly, I will always, always qualify this. One, I don't want to get on the wrong side of you because I know how you roll, Philly fan. You have hands and you like to let them go. I know this about you, Philly fan. But Philly, even for you, man, that is absurd. And you know what's even more absurd than that? I almost kind of want to believe it. Like it's almost plausible. Like it almost makes sense to me, even though it makes no sense at all. I'll play along. We all know that rock, paper, Sirianni rock, paper, scissors. Let's- can be really annoying. And we all watched how miserable that sideline looked while their season was going up in flames. Maybe Big Dom was the only thing keeping it all together. Maybe they really were missing Big Dom, the big babysitter. Yeah, I know, it sounds ridiculous. But then again, it is Philly sports. And listen, I don't know what happened. I don't know if he was part of the problem, all of the problem. I just know there was a problem. Something happened. Something that caused their season to swirl down the toilet. And whatever that thing was, remember, they were 10 and 1. And before you come in here and go, uh, hey, Mr. Obvious, Captain Obvious, they did lose both of their coordinators. Right. They did. And still started 10 and 1. Something happened. Something caused that entire season to go right down the toilet. And whatever that thing was, they were never able to just flush it and move on. We're going to flush it and move on. Jalen himself is famous for saying that. You take a dump, you drop a turd in a toilet, you don't just stare at it. You flush it and you move on. You take your deuce, you don't, you don't sit there and look at it. You flush it and move on. We're going to flush it and move on. But they didn't. And you know why that is. Some deuces, some deuces are too big. Some turds are so big that they don't just get flushed. Deuces that big actually clog the toilet. 
Then the toilet overflows. Then you have deuces and water running down your hallway, wrecking your house. That's what happened to Philly. You can't flush a deuce that enormous. And then you have no choice but to call my dude Matt in L.A. And he's got to come in and he's got to make it right. You're welcome. So what I'm saying is this. All hell broke loose when they didn't have their alpha to lean on. And when I mean by alpha, I don't mean their coach. I don't mean their star QB1. I mean the giant bouncer they had on their sideline. Big Dom may have been their magic power. The impossible matchup for the opposition. It's a game of matchups, right? Football's always been a game of matchups. You can't match up with Big Dom, right? I'm starting to think that all three phases actually ran directly through that dude. Because that's a dude who imposes his will. That's a dude who embraces the violence. That's a dude who never backs down. Hey, you don't believe me. Have you ever seen a guy on the sideline not in pads? Willing to go chest to chest with one of the baddest dudes in the league. Trey Greenlaw of the Niners. Big Dom was. He absolutely looked like he was going to let the hands go with one of the baddest dudes in the league. You see that? Did you see that? I know who did. Kyle Shanahan saw that. And he was fired up about that too, remember? I tried my hardest not to lose my mind. Hopefully I didn't embarrass myself too bad. Um, but yeah, once I... I didn't get to see it all from where I'm at, but when I start hearing people explain it to me and stuff, and um, I just can't believe someone not involved in a football game um, can taunt our players like that and put their hands in our guy's face. And um, from what I was told, um, Dre did it back to him, and I was told that he kind of mashed him in the face a little bit, so he got ejected. But um, it was a it was a very frustrating play. I got to watch it to have a true opinion on it, but um, I loved how we rallied after it. Let me tell you something. Have you ever seen that guy that worked up? Have you ever seen that guy exhibit that kind of energy even after losing Super Bowls? Never. Never. Not even this last Super Bowl. So I'm starting to think that Big Dom is that big of a weapon. Look at the way he got the junior lobster to react. I've seen this guy blow Super Bowls and not be that unhappy. Let me tell you something. If Big Dom can live rent-free in Junior Lobster's head, then maybe he really is that important. Big Dom showed up to that Frisco game ready for a fight. And then we basically never saw another Eagle show up ready for a fight the rest of the year. Who knew all along that the secret weapon was that bouncer on the sideline, Big Dom? Who knew Nick Sirianni would forget how to coach without his bouncer looking over his shoulder at all times? Hey, by the way, maybe Sirianni never knew how to coach. Maybe he never knew in the first place. Maybe it was just big Dom all along. Maybe Nick Sirianni's secret philosophy from the beginning was actually less thinking equals Dom takeover. Less thinking equals Dom takeover. Less thinking equals Dom take over. Less thinking equals Dom take over. Less thinking equals talent take over. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Dom is the talent. Although in that case, they really should have just whacked Sirianni and made Big Dom the head coach, right? Because now what they have is a CEO style head coach 
who apparently is only effective if his bodyguard slash babysitter is around. So why not let the bodyguard slash babysitter run the whole show? Because from the sounds of things, I think he already was. Why do you even need Coach Rock, Paper, Scissors? All right, so obviously, obviously I am highlighting the absurdity of this situation. No, I don't actually think that Big Dom DeSadro's suspension was the whole reason that their season cratered. As much as I want to be, as amazing as it would be, because it would be the most absurd and most Philly thing ever if it were true. But here's the thing. Let me just finish this thought. Even the fact that it's a talking point, even the fact that Philly is talking about this right now is one of the most absurd and most Philly things ever. That one of the reasons their season ripped apart is because they took that big dude off the sideline. And for the record, there's already a clapback. Already a clapback on this report from somebody really important. My dude, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, late last night. And for anybody who says that nothing good ever happens on social media after midnight Eastern is full of crap. Because check out this post on X from AJ. It's not just good, it's incredible. AJ Brown, quote, on X, quote, Philly media is so lame. It's literally something every day. Then the fans be believe the BS. They really should start raising the prices of microphones and cameras because you people will say anything for views. I see why nobody likes us. Because we don't even like us. Hashtag reality TV. I'll tell you what, we've had some quotes today. We've had some athlete quotes today. You want to know how you lose 40 pounds? A strict diet of blow. There's one. You're on a strict diet of blow? Here's another one. Quote. I can see why nobody likes us, because we don't even like us. That's an amazing line. Although I got to push back, my dude. I love you guys. I love Philly. I love Philly media. I love Philly player. I love Philly fanatic. I love all things Philly. And here's why. If team content had to pick a home city, team content would totally settle down in Philadelphia. Quote, Mm -hmm. they really should start raising the prices of microphones and cameras. That's an all-timer. Like, we got to keep the hacks, the scrubs, and the riffraff out the media somehow. These crazy people who will say anything can get their hands on microphones and cameras way too easily these days. Make it harder for these hacks to get their hands on the mics and the cameras, and then we'll fix the problem. AJ, my man, respect. I love that. We need to make microphones more expensive. Look, bottom line, here's the deal. I, clearly, I could do this all day. But here's the deal. Something happened. Something happened to that team. They went from the verge of a Super Bowl contender. You're on a strict diet of blow? No, I'm not, Alvy. I just choked up for a minute. They went from being a Super Bowl contender to dog crap. They went from one of the best teams in the league to one of the biggest disasters in the league. And it didn't happen for no reason. 
So, of course, Philly fan and Philly media are going to speculate. That's what comes with the territory. When you ball in Philadelphia and you start a year 10-1 and you utterly implode and you get your asses kicked by your rival who's terrible. Yeah, I don't think Philly fan is putting this all on Big Dom. But then again, they do love talking crap and housing horse crap sandos and hammer tossing empty vodka bottles and whipping diesel batteries at people. But I think even Philly fan knows that that whole downfall cannot be put on Big Dom. But he had something to do with it. I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying removing him had something to do with it. It obviously had an impact on the head coach. Because the head coach could not reach his team. Maybe the head coach couldn't reach his team because Big Dom couldn't reach the head coach. Whatever it is, I'm fascinated by all things Philly. I'm thinking about moving to Philly. I don't think Dodger Jano is into that idea. I haven't brought it up yet. But I want to be closer to the action. Honestly. I want to be closer to Big Dom. I want to hang out with Big Dom. You ever see people on TV where you're like, man, I like that guy. I like that guy. I want to be friends with that guy. That's Dom. Of course Sirianni went to hell when he lost his guy. Man, that was his dude. All right, when we come back, that was a long segment, yo. Listen, because that was such a long segment, the next one's going to be really short. And then because the next one's going to be really short, you are running out of time to beef. Call with a beef. Call right this second with a beef. 1-800-636- 8686. Get your phone out. Well, get it out and call me, but get your phone out and search for the Prize Picks app. It is on my phone right now. It is on the phone of everybody who works on this radio program. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. 3 million plus like six, six of us. For me, it's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Unlike other apps, on Prize Picks, it's just you against the numbers. You have just one job. Pick more or less on two to six players and their daily stat projections. You can now win up to 100 times your money. 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. In other words, you could turn 10 bucks into 1,000 bucks. Bam, like that. Quick withdrawals and an enormous selection of players, sports, and stats. That's Prize Picks. Download the Prize Picks app today. Use my code ROME, R O M E, for a first deposit match of up to $100. $100. Who does that? Use the code ROME, R O M E, on Prize Picks for a deposit match of up to $100. Prize Picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You do have to be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. So that Philadelphia rant took me deep, deep, deep into the clock. So this will be a short segment. Again, hey, listen, I've got good news for you right in beefers. The callers are way behind. So you should send me your written beefs. This might be your day. If you callers want to get your beefs on the air, you want to hit me up right now. 
because now you really are running out of time. Top of the RB segment, 1-800-636-8686. Really quickly, some reaction. Vic's having himself a day. He's back in. Quote, do you even work out? I mean, you look like more of a Coke guy. Signed, Justin a lot Fields. Of great products that they have, depending on what you're doing. I don't know if you work out much, but you know, you, you of course, you're there. Look at me, dude. <laughs> I don't know if dude, you do I'm that, but. you your grandfather. What do you mean you don't Yeah, I mean, you I look, look good. Come on, man, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I like the pants. Dude, I'll tell you what's not a pick me up. You're looking at me and going, hey, man, I don't know if you work out or anything. Hey, I don't know. I mean, you know, <laughs> you're, you look like more of a cardio guy to me. Not, you're right, dude. Not a big weightlifter, but hey. You're right. You look like. <laughs> that was some exchange. That was Justin Fields. That was back when life was good for him. Back before he started unfollowing his team, which I'm all right with. You know, we had a little good back and forth. He was in Radio Row the year before, pitching some product. And it's one thing to pitch the product. I mean, my guy, I like Justin, but my guy, you don't need to drag me into it. Just pitch your product. You don't need to qualify it by going, hey, Nan, I don't know if you work out or not. However... Just say, I have a workout product. You don't need to drag me into it by dragging me, which is why I responded by, what do you mean? How can you not look at me and know whether or not I work out? And then in classic fashion, he goes, yeah, you look like more of a cardio guy than a weight guy. I said, well, that's because I'm a cardio guy more than a weight guy. And Vic tried to turn that into me being a Coke guy. You know what I'm not? I'm not a drug guy. I'm definitely not that. I'm not a Coke guy. I'm not a meth guy. I'm not an L guy. I'm not a horse guy. I am a horse guy. Horse being another term for heroin. Like riding the horse. That was one of my favorite moments years ago in a sleepy little community in Irvine. I'm at a party one night. You know, just the parents of the kids. Some of our best friends. And this dude's at this party who I'd never met. He was telling these wild stories. He's like, hey, man, like back when I rode the horse, I'm like, hey, we own horses. He's like, no, Rome. Back when I rode the horse. I'm like, dude, you rode the horse? Are you talking about heroin? That horse? He's like, yeah, man, back when I rode the horse. I'm like, holy crap. See what else we got here. Brian writes, war DJ replacing all of the junk food in the pantry of hate with blow to keep Rome fit. Okay. Yeah, you know what be great about that, too? It wouldn't take up much space. You know what DJ does? All right, so really quickly, I'll let you in on this, too. Something DJ does for me. DJ actually does fill up little baggies for me to bring to work. Not baggies of blow, baggies of almonds and her little pill concoction. I think there's vitamin D in the bag. I, th- I know there's vitamin C in the bag. I know there's that one giant fish oil pill in the bag. And then a couple of little transparent little fish oils. I don't know what's in the bag. I just take it. However, you're right. Maybe I could convince her instead of doing these Bag, these sandwich bags of almonds and vitamins, just put a little blow in there instead. Let's just get right to the chase, man, right to the weight loss. It obviously works. Ask Johnny Manziel. He lost 40 pounds doing it. 
You're and on a strict diet. If it were a strict diet of that, then that would also save me time because I wouldn't have to hit Starbucks in the morning. Because then I wouldn't need either the caffeine or the food. Time and money. Hey, Johnny, tell me more, dude. All right, when we come back. Seamus writes, sounds like Jim Rome is back on a strict diet of almonds. This rapping game is hard, dog. You know what? It is partly the almonds. I do choke every time I eat them. And then sometimes I just get worked up on a long rant. Seamus? Here he... Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio. All right, so that beef segment's coming up. Listen, clones, not all beef jerky is the same. You know this by now, right? Old Trapper's original old-fashioned teriyaki, hot and spicy, and peppered all come in four-ounce bags. That way you can sample different flavors and find the best one for you. Ask for Old Trapper by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? Hey, Rome, our beef is you totally went heavy on that segment. Wasting valuable airtime on Philly and Philly fan and less time for the beef segment now. Regards, angry clones. No, I did not. It's got nothing to do with it. It's in a different hour. That segment has nothing to do with the length of the beef segment. I'll tell you what has everything to do with the length of the beef segment. The quality of your beefs. It will go as long as your beefs are good. That's what you should be worried about. The argument would be, this segment was affected by how long I went last segment. Have you not figured out the clock yet? The clock. All right, so for those of you not in the know, in November, the professional change of topic, change of topic clones, the professional fight league, acquired its competition, Bellator MMA. So Saturday night, this Saturday, the first ever PFL v. Bellator fight card is going to take place in Saudi Arabia. And it's going to have some of the best fighters from both organizations against one another. Iron Mike Tyson will be in attendance. He's going to give three winners custom championship belts. So there's a lot of pressure. The pressure is immense for all, considering they represent the best of their best from their respective promotions. So they're all feeling it. Having said that, I'm not sure there's any more pressure than there is on one guy. And it's not even close. And it's not Ryan Bader or Renan Ferreira, even though the winner of that fight gets a big-time fight, arguably, against Francis Ngannou. No, the most pressure is on Bellator middleweight champion Johnny Eblen. Because not only is this dude fighting for that new strap, he's also fighting to keep his girlfriend. Yes, I said it. He's evidently dating a young lady by the name of Jessicina Rebecca. Now, she's an OF model. 
The two were recently spotted by TMZ, where Johnny was throwing down major coin for her on Valentine's Day. Major coin. How much coin? Well, I'll let the two of them discuss that. Hey, Johnny. So, how do you feel about the fight coming up? Pretty good, man. Pretty good? You guys doing some shopping today? A little bit. A little bit? How much did you spend on you today? 75000 75 85 Oh, 85 <laughs> Okay. Is, is, is the fight going to be a knockout or what, what can we expect? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Johnny. 85. 85 Gur on a Valentine's Day shopping spree. But apparently that kind of spending alone is not good enough to keep Rebecca around. No, sir. In a recent interview with FanBus TV, she straight up said that if he loses his fight, she will dump him. She will dump his ass. And then the interviewer reminded her of the fact that, well, dude did spend a lot of money on you. Dude did spend 85 grand. And she did not hesitate in saying again, she is out if he loses. Period. This guy's going into the cage knowing that. And of course, those comments angered a bleep ton of people. And guess what? The best part is. Not only did she not give a bleep what anybody thought, not only did she not back down, she doubled down. She lit the haters on fire. Did I say earlier today we've had some amazing quotes? Listen to this. When asked, how can you say you'll dump him if he loses? She said, quote, since when was being honest wrong? Do you think if I stopped being attractive or gained a bunch of weight, he would be with me? No. He likes me because I'm attractive, and I like him because he's a champion. Either one of us can get dumped if we lose the thing that the other found attractive. Let's start being honest in 2024. End of quote. Freaking fire, quote. That's incredible. Let's start being honest in 2024. Hell yes, I'm all for it. Let's start being honest in 2024. I'm all in. I mean, I've always been all in on the honesty game, but I'll I'll accept that challenge. I'll accept that challenge by saying, in all honesty, I love that. I mean, she's being real. It is 2024. Like, she's like, I'm with dude because he's the champ. Him being the champ is attractive as hell to me. Him getting his ass kicked and getting sent to the back of the line And being like, I don't know, the 10th best contender in the division? That's not hot. The hell would I ride with a dude who doesn't have a strap? I don't ride with scrubs. Win, and I'll keep running with you and let you buy me crap. Lose, and you can lose my number. It's actually incredible. Win or I'm out. Yo, big dude, no pressure. Oh, and by the way, I'm still keeping the 85 gur in gifts that you spent on me no matter what. Man, that's so good. You know, that'd be like, not to bring Dodger Jano up again, but that'd be like Dodger Jano. Like, hey, you're an unbelievable partner, and you've been an unbelievable father, and you've been an unbelievable provider, but I got to be honest, if you lose that beef segment, I'm out. Or that that great opportunity with X, which is coming up. You lose that, I'm out. It'd be like Dodger Jano saying that. Difference between me and Evelyn, though. Evelyn is not only risking his life when he steps into the cage. 
he's also at risk of losing his lady. Like, I don't ever recall a scenario like that ever taking place in the fight game period. But the PFL and Bellator are all about making history this weekend. You know, is it real? Is it a stunt? Is it a pub grab? I don't really know. I know this. That dude's a good fighter. He's a former Missouri grappler who is really good at what he does, like elite. So far, he's not. He's unbeaten. He's 14-0, but this is pressure. If I've said it once, I've said it 100 times. Everybody loses in MMA. If you stay around long enough and you fight enough times, you will lose. Even the best. There are too many different disciplines and too many ways to get caught and too many ways to lose. But this guy has even more at stake. He could lose the strap, he could lose his life, and he could lose his girlfriend. My dude, you better make it to 15 or no. Or your lady is walking out that arena with her 85 girl jewelry, and you're not walking out with her. Man, that is wild. Then again, what are we talking about here? Do we really think that anybody's going to get married here? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think anybody's going to stand in front of a priest. No one's going to exchange rings or vows. I don't think that she's going to say, I don't think she's going to look into Johnny's eyes and say, I, OnlyFans model, take you, champion, to be my husband, to have and to hold from this day forward until you are not champion. For better, but never for worse. For richer, and only even more richer. Not in sickness, because then you'll have to forfeit, and in health, to love and to cherish, till you lose and are beltless and no longer champion, because then I'm out of here. You may kiss the champ until he gets choked out, and then you can just bounce out. Or tap out. Or get! Beef segment coming up next. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 